we can rely more on him and stand in faith and watch him turn horrible situations around for good. He always, he always does. He always does. Title of the message is The Miracle Goes On. We talked last week about the miracle of Jesus. And I, I, I think I've got a better revelation this year than I've ever got. I've been doing this 30 plus years. My goodness, about time. The seed that was planted in Mary, folks, was the life-changing seed for every one of us. No sin. Jesus came on this earth sinless and was able to walk sinless because he listened to the spirit that was inside of him. We have that same spirit. But we have to listen to the one that's inside of us. Now, if you're not born again here or by internet, it's so simple. Just believe that he died for your sins and rose again, and you're fixed. You can fight it all your life if you want to, but you're fixed. Why suffer? Why not just give in to him? Matthew 1, 23 says, listen, uh, Passion Translation, listen. A virgin will be pregnant. She will give birth to a son, and he, he will be known as Emmanuel, which means in Hebrew, God became one of us, or God with us. He came, what a miracle. I mean, what a miracle. I mean, Mary was innocent. And all of a sudden, Mary recognized something's going on here. And she gave in to the Holy Spirit, and we had Jesus born. And what was so awesome about where he got, where he was born, was in a manger. But that manger is where the Jewish people raised the spotless lambs. Not coincidence, folks. It's all, it's all part of the miracle. It's all part of what God's doing in our lives. What, what a fabulous thing. I want to read... I want to read in John, out of the Passion, which reads a little bit differently. I want to read John 1 through 4 and then verse 14. And the living expression, the living expression, isn't that an interesting way to say it? And the living expression was with God, yet fully God. They were together face to face in the very beginning, and through his creative inspiration, the living expression made all things, for nothing has existence apart from him, a fountain of life in him, for his life is the light of all humanity. Then in verse 14 it says, And the living expression became a man and lived among us. He gazed upon, we, we gazed upon his glory, the glory of the one and the only, who came from the Father, overflowing with tender mercy and truth. That miracle that took place, folks, is what when we believe in Jesus... That comes inside of us. And what's so exciting about that is, in that, four things I want to just hit on. He's with us. He's for us. He's upholding us. And he's watching over us. And that is, that is not something that just happens once in a while. That happens 24-7 when you give your heart to Jesus. The world is nuts, folks. Has anybody noticed and getting crazier and crazier. I started watching a movie last night that Tony recommended to Brad and Brad recommended to me. I could only watch about 35 minutes of it because I thought, holy mackerel, I can't watch this and get up in the morning and preach. <laughs> I, mean, I literally, I had to, uh, Jordan and uh, 
what's your name, Drew? Jordan and Drew came over, and I was in the middle of it, and I told them, I said, I don't know if I can handle this. Tony, it's heavy duty, but it's where the world may be going. It's how AI, artificial intelligence, takes over everything, and I'm not going to even give you the title because there's too much cussing in it. But I'm telling you what, we better know him. Not just coming to church once in a while to show everybody that we are a Christian, because you're not. Well, you might be, but you, you don't have a relationship. Being around what took place this morning, that's church. Yes. Being around that anointing and recognizing there's other people that love God. There's other people that, that are striving. None of us are perfect. None of us. We are all so messed up. But yet every one of us has got him that who is daily working on us. And we may come off wrong in many situations, in many circumstances. We may walk in insecurities that we shouldn't have. We may walk in fear that, that John talked about because that's part of all human nature. But he came to eliminate every bit of that. Now, we're guilty. We're all guilty of not walking in this. I'm not, no condemnation, I'm just telling you, it's, it's no different than when he, when he says in the Bible, give me back, and I'm not preaching to get your money, but I'm just giving you, a, give me back the first fruits, and watch what I do for you. I did, but I only did it because he said, try me in this. I was as hard-headed as most of us. But when I recognize what he's been doing in my life for 40 years now, what he's done because he's with me all the time. He never leaves me. He's always there. He's taking care of me. And he always will uphold me. He always will. He, he, it's, it's an amazing thing to watch what God's doing. It's amazing. Romans 8.35 says, Who shall separate you or us from the love of God? Nothing. Not even my, not even my mess. Not even the mistakes I make. Not even, not even if I don't give him the first fruits. As long as I believe in him, it's a done deal. Hebrews, Hebrews 13, 5 says, I will never leave you. Never. You say, well, what about that time I was doing something wrong? He was there. What about that time I was doing something right? He was there. What about that time I felt like I wasn't doing nothing? He was there. He never, ever... And, and if you think that he does, then we don't believe the Bible. Because that's what it says. It tells me in the Bible, this is why I came on this earth. To show you that you can walk in this. See, the real reality is, we can walk like him. Because he's give us everything. Because number one, he tells you, I, I won't leave you. He's for us. He turns everything. You say, well, well, what if? No, there's no what ifs to it. Everything happens in this life and in this world, in this short window that we're here, because then we're going to spend an eternity there. This is boot camp. This is a place of, do I trust him in my, my worst moments? This is a place where if things, don't, if things go good, things go good, and all of a sudden everything around me crashes, and here we are, 
It's still only a little window of what's going to take place the rest of your life, the rest of eternity from now on, because he ne- he's just giving you an example of what's going on. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above. Everything is from above. He's had his hands on everything. It goes on and it says, It comes down from the Father of light. Well, who's the Father of light? Jesus came to be the light. We're going to talk, you ought ought to come tonight. I'm going to put, I'm going to put ribbons on this side and this side so nobody will sit over there so I can talk to everybody here. You say, but what if it's crowded? Well, what if it is? Sit on the floor. (laughs) So when we light the candles, because folks, listen, we are supposed to be, in our worst moments, the brightest light there could be. Well, how are you doing today? Ah, uh, you know, well, hang around. What attitude is that? In our worst moments, we should be the light. To say, Things right now aren't very good, but I'm, I'm going to get through it because Christ is in me. Because he promised me. And every good thing that's going to happen always comes from him. So I'm just waiting, waiting on the goodness. But you know what? Even in, when things aren't good, it's still good. Because by faith, everything's going to be good. And that's where you stand. Deuteronomy 28, 2 says, Blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Could you imagine that one? I love to be around people who just continually say, Man, I'm so blessed. I am so blessed. God is so good to me. He just is taking care of me. They're seeing this concept. They're living this concept. They're recognizing. I don't. It, it's no different than... I hate that Greg is losing a toe, part of his structure. But yet, I know that I know that I know that I know. Somehow, God will turn that for good. It happens. It just, it just, it just happens. Why? Because he is there all the time. He is he's always for me. Psalms 84, 84, 11 says, No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Well, I can't walk perfectly uprightly. But I can walk, and people know that Jesus lives in my heart. And as long as he's living in my heart, and I do the best I can do from day to day, and I let him teach me and train me and and correct me and fix me and repair me as we go along, I am walking uprightly the best I can walk uprightly. Well, what about this person over here who's doing this and this? Oh, now we're going to judge. You just walked unrightly. It's a funny thing. I was talking to Brad, I think, yesterday. You know, it's, many times we tell, we t- I tell you and many people tell you, and we talk, don't judge someone. But do you know, we look at that one-sided. If you think anybody in here needs to change, guess what you just did? Husbands, if you think your wife needs to be a certain way, guess what you just did? So you want it your way. God is big enough to change them, to change you. So we've got to be at a place of recognizing, are they doing stuff they shouldn't be doing? Yeah, we're all a mess. Do you, do, you, do you be a part of that? Well, no. But you don't judge that. And that's where, see, he's with me always. And everything, everything, he, he's just for me and he's going to make things well for me. He's upholding me. Boy, that, that's a good one. There were times when I was getting my treatments, it was like, all right, I've had it. I cannot do this anymore. I, not, not, not. 
And there was times when things didn't work like they were supposed to work. And, and, and after 44 times, I was ready to quit. And then I thought, well, I'll just bounce right back. Well, guess what? I'm rolling. I'm not bouncing. And I don't like that. I went to Brad's and was going to shovel rock, and I'd shovel about a half a wheelbarrow, and then I'd just lean back and sit on the wheelbarrow. We got a little trailer on the back of an old lawnmower, and me and Drew was there, and I was shoveling the rock in it, and we had to move it for Aubrey, and he pulled up, and the rock dumped out in the ground. I went, oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> we shoveled the rock back in, and then I went up to dump it, and then I dumped it in their front yard. Well, praise the Lord. And Drew and I got to laughing because there was a time there was a time where we would have, you blankety blank, you know what we did? We started laughing. Why? Because he's with me. Because this is life. <laughs> Drew got a truck all cleaned up yesterday and he pulled down to air up his tires. He didn't know that my pump only pumps up 30 pounds. And in the midst of it, he drove off in the yard and got his tires, his clean tires, all muddy. He didn't lose it. He just pulled the truck up and sprayed the tires off and laughed about the compressor not working. This, is, see, every day, every day brings, Christmas brings, the tension of Christmas, the presents that you, you forgot to get, the presents, so that's really bad on the morning when you're opening presents or the night you're opening presents. Oh, I forgot to get you a present. All these tensions are just a part of how we handle it, how we walk through it. But see, it's easier when, when I know that he's, he's upholding me in every situation and circumstance. Hebrews 1.3 says he's upholding all things in his world. All things. 2 Corinthians 2.14, I love this scripture. It tells me that he leads me into triumph. And I love that scripture in some translation. It talks about he leads me in the parade of life. See, God puts me in a place in that parade. I need to write a book about that. I just, I just love that. He puts me in a place in the parade, and he, didn't, he doesn't expect me to go in front of somebody or behind somebody. He expects me to stay right. He knows why I'm in that parade at that place in my life. He knows why I'm walking through things which doesn't make sense. He knows why I'm walking behind the horses sometimes, but that's where I'm at. My place is to get a shovel and pick up what's behind the horses and make a good day out of it. Why can, how can I do that? Because I know that he's in me. And I know that his job, the Holy Spirit's job, is to show Christ through me. I am the light. You are the light of what's going on in this world. You're not Hamas. You're not digging tunnels underneath the city to take over. You're a light. They think they've got the light, but they're taking the light and putting it under the basket. And nobody sees it because all they are are cruel and evil and all they think about is evil. Just as the Bible says they're evil. That's what they are. They're not going to win. I got a new book called, it's called Genius of Israel. And I got started in and I thought, oh my goodness. It talks about how they have been so strong through it all. Do you know that every Friday night before their Sabbath, Everybody in their family comes together and eats together. And the whole country of Israel is quiet during those two or three hours at night. 
They've been doing this for way back. Well, how can they fight the enemy they're fighting? Because they've stayed one unit. That's That's what's happened to America, folks. We are split up and divided so bad, and that's just exactly what the enemy wants to do. But see, that's why you've got to take what I'm telling you today and recognize, wait a minute, if I'm alone, I'm never alone. I may feel alone, I may let my emotions take me there, but my job is to get out of those emotions and go and recognize I don't need anybody, I've got him. He's always with me, he's always taking care of me. Colossians 1.17 says, he is, he is before all things, and in him all things are created. Oh my goodness, everything consists in him. Everything that's going on, this universe is vast, and he chose us on this little bitty blue planet. We are so, we are so microscopic to what he's designed. Here we're sitting in the Milky Way galaxy, which is enormous and we can't see outside of, and there's billions of those. And he chose us to be with him. Oh, the glory is going to be unbelievable when we get out of here. But our place is to recognize that he upholds us. He takes care of us. Well, he does all that. but Folks, he is is just always, always, always watching over and taking care. He he, he never leaves me. He's he's watching me. Psalms 34, 7 7 says, He shall preserve me from trouble. You You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. I have found in my life that when I let myself, and I'm the one that does it, when I let myself get down, when I let myself start to get trouble, when I let myself fear like John brought up, when I allow fear to come upon my life, it's so easy. The running joke with Mark and the family and I is when things get bad, you just go to the garage and close the door and start the car. Do y'all get that? Carbon monoxide puts you to sleep. You got that. Okay. Well, that, it's a joke. It's a running joke. But fact is, a person can get there real easy if they don't recognize he's always watching over me. He's always taking care of me, and you, you don't have to be there. You don't have to stay there. We all fight it. Everybody here fights it at time. Everybody here gets in a bad mood at time. Everybody can address that. <laughs> Psalms 91.2, he is my refuge and he is my fortress. See, the word, the, word, the word is so powerful that if you just quote the word over yourself, if you just speak the things that I'm telling you, if you just get these scriptures in your heart to where you can, you don't have to quote them exactly. You can just say, hey, he's with me and you're not leaving. He's going to take care of me. He's going to turn things around. He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. If you start quoting those things through the hard times, then everything seems, I don't know how it happens. It's a spiritual supernatural thing. We are fighting a spiritual battle, folks, if you all recognize that. This is a major spiritual battle with Hamas and Israel. That's exactly the end time things that's going to happen. We have got to be strong. What would you do? What would you do if all of a sudden every phone quit? What would you do if every form of communication quit? Well, it'd be chaos unless you know him. 
and you're, you're able to back up and go, no, wait a minute, God, this is crazy. We're used to having our phone. We're used to walking like this. Nobody looks at the trees anymore. Nobody looks at the scenery anymore. Even in cars, the kids don't look out the windows and look at the farmland. They're looking at a screen on the back of a, a seat or they're looking at their phone or they're talking. You go in, you go in the mall, you go, in, this is how everybody, what, one of these days, that's going to quit. You say, well, how will that happen? Very simple. Now you say, well, yeah, but I'll be out of here by then. Let's do hope that we go before that does. But see, we've got to be at the place of understanding. God has got this. Second Chronicles 16, 9 says, The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal to him. That's a relationship. That's a relationship. Father, no matter what the crazy chaos is going on, that's part of the, the, part of the reason Israel is standing so strong. That they have built, they have built in themselves, this is us and we're going to make it and God's going to take care of us. Now, the Jews don't know Jesus yet, but they will. My goodness, there's going to be 144,000 of them preaching. So we know it's going to turn around. How it's going to turn around, Holy Spirit knows all that. When it's going to happen, I have no idea. Nobody does. Only God knows exactly when that's going to happen. The fact is, he has given us the word to recognize, and he's given us the word to know that he's got the answer. It's Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. He came to, to take care of us. <laughs> I want to go. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all the varied expressions. What's in you? Him. He's with me. He's for me. He never leaves me. He's overlooking me. But he placed that in you to share with everybody else. Brad got gifted in the area of flags. He took that gift and just brought it forth a few times and then brought it forth and look at the young people. What's your daughter? Adeline. Oh, my gosh. And not only that, then here she's doing, and all of a sudden the rest of them all come out. And you go, Brad, what you planted in their lives may be all you're going to do. And then you get the next group. That may be, that may be your, your whole calling. But that right there and that right there, it changes lives. And if everybody here would just grab their gift and leave everybody else's gift alone <laughs> and grab your gift. It's like the praise and worship team we got. We are so blessed, we don't even understand how blessed we are with what takes place and what God's doing. But listen to this. I lost my page. Joy that overflows. <laughs> Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. Kindness in action. A life full of virtue. Faith that prevails. Gentleness of heart. Strength of spirit. That's all a part of what he's done. 
in our lives. You say, well, Pastor, I know you've talked about this before. I know, but we're not living it. And I've got to go over it and go over it. That's part of my job. Go over it and go over it and go over it and recognize he has, he has so gifted every one of you. He has so gifted us to the place. All we have to do is back up in the morning and just go, okay, wait a minute. I had a little stretch yesterday where I had to literally shake my head like, where, what, what is going on? Well, I was watching that silly movie, Tony. And it was taking me away from my faith and, show, and showing me this is probably going to happen. And I turned off the TV. Now, I'm not saying don't watch it because we need to have an understanding of what is coming. But I had to, I had to turn off the TV. I said, Teddy, you don't want I got to talk to you right now. I said, Teddy, come on. Let's go bye-bye. <laughs> if we would just be like a dog. I mean, that's all I have to say. I can be on the phone with Donna, and Teddy come running up beside me, and when she knows he's there, she'll say, squirrel. he go. <laughs> if we would be like that. But I, I, I said, come on, let's go. I had to come up here. I had to walk around a little bit in the sanctuary. I had to go through my notes. I had to shake my head. It didn't take but about 15 minutes. I was okay. You can't let all that's going on. There was a time when, when I used to watch Fox News every day. Now I forgot what channel it's on. But I'm better off. I need to know what's going on in the world. But I can't, when I start feeling that heaviness, when I start, then I have to go back to the things I'm telling you. He's with me always. He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. He's upholding everything that's going on in this world, folks, everything. He knows what's going on. It's already seen and done and taken care of. And he's going to take care of me in the midst of all this craziness. And when rapture comes, I am going with the first load. Why would anybody, why would anybody want to stay around well somebody's got to preach well not me <laughs> we'll let the 144,000 do the preaching yeah. yeah see God is with us folks and he's going to take care of us last scripture team if you want to come on up Colossians 1 I love this scripture Christ lives in you this is out of the New Living Translation Christ lives in you this gives you assurance of sharing his glory. Christ lives in you. Fear tries to overtake us. Fear tries to run our life. Fear tries to, because fear is, fear is totally opposite of love. Love casts out all fear. What's fear? It's not trusting him. What's fear? It's not knowing he'll never leave you. What's fear? It's not knowing that he's taking care of me. What's fear? He upholds everything that goes on, folks. He takes care of us. Let's have a Christmas like we've never had before just by saying yes to Jesus and answering to him as quick as my dog answers to me. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you that you sent your son Jesus to come on this earth to be, to walk as we have to walk, carrying the spirit that we're going to get to have when you die on the cross. So we thank you, Father, that we believe that you died and rose again. And in that, 
We have everything that you brought. All the fullness of Christ is in us, Father, according to the word. We thank you that we're going to be more responsive and have such a relationship that we hear the voice plainly in everything that we do and say. And we thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.
love, thinking that you've got everything taken care of. Our place is just to back off, enjoy life, enjoy the time here, and allow the seed that you've placed in us, that joy, that happiness, that patience, that long-suffering, allow that to just come out in every situation, every circumstance, knowing that you're with us, knowing that you're going to take care of us, uphold us, and watch over us, Father. We thank you for everything that's going on this season. Help us as we visit with family and friends through the weekend that all we do is just lift up the name of Jesus in our hearts. And we thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. We'll be up front if you need prayer for anything.